Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. Brother from exactly specifically the same exact mother. These are your hosts of Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I am AJ Orsini, and Deceive Dave is not here. We kind of had a little bit of a deal this week. I wanted to open up the show really quickly. Uh, when last we left you, uh, we had ended last week's show letting you all know that we were going to have a discussion this week on the big men. Of professional wrestling. I was going to bring an old friend back onto the show, Mr. Paul Green, and of course I'm going to be joined flanked by my main man, Deceive Dave. Uh, We were going to have that discussion sometime later this week, so it drops in time for Saturday, but I had an opportunity to jump on uh, a different something to do for the show, and uh, what the hell is this? Hold on, let me look back down here again. It is Tuesday. Not the normal recording time for me when it comes to this show, but I had an opportunity. A window opened up today, and I jumped on it. So I have a very special interview instead of the big man conversation this week. We will still do the big man conversation. We're just going to do it next week. Uh, We're going to do that next week. I'm going to have Deceive Dave on, and I'm going to have Mr. Pogreen on with us as well to discuss uh, all that stuff. But uh, this week, this weekend is huge for me. Big wrestling weekend for me. Uh, And I wanted to talk about that here on the show. I have Upper Limits Wrestling on Sunday, but that's a relatively new fed for me. So I'm I'm, I'm playing that one out. But uh, GSW, you guys have heard about me talking about GSW for a while now. Global Syndicate Wrestling. I've been working with them for a while now. Fantastic company. Ran by a fantastic man. A sexy beast. A a Greek god, if he is indeed Greek. And if not, he still appears to look like one. So that's good for him. Uh, His name is Brandon Ascari. Ascari? I'm messing it up on purpose. I'm fucking around. But look, he is the promoter. For Global Syndicate Wrestling. He's the guy. He's the one who pulls all the strings. And he's the smartest man in the universe. Because he's the one that said. I need a play-by-play announcer. That will represent this company. Super, super, hella good. And I need to bring in the right guy. And he chose me. So you know he's a smart guy. So he's going to be on the show. I'm interviewing him. Uh, Again, uh, scheduling-wise, it didn't work out well for Dave. So Dave will not be on this episode this week. He'll be back on the pod next week as we do our big man discussion. Uh, But we were going to take the time to talk a little bit more about GSW, uh, some of the inner workings, how that all came about. We're going to learn a little bit more about uh, Brandon himself as as the person. It's going to be a good time. I don't know much about Brandon except for the business stuff. So this was a good opportunity to sit down with him, learn a little bit more about him and uh, what his plans are for this company. Also, we break down what's going to be going down this Saturday. So I break it down in the interview, but I'll say it here again. We're going to be live. GSW Catalyst will be this Saturday on Fight TV, F-I-T-E dot TV. Just search in the in the uh, search bar there, Global Syndicate Wrestling or GSW, whichever one's faster for you and check it out my voice will definitely be on that show i am the 
well, I don't know if I've mentioned to you, but I am the play-by-play announcer for GSW. So you'll be hearing a lot of me this Saturday. So if you don't get enough of me on the show, feast your ears to the verbal porn I'll be giving you this Saturday as we have how many matches? A ton of them. And are all good. All good. good leveled from good to great. And you can mix them around because they all have the potential to be fantastic. So check it out. Listen to the interview. We will catch you guys again next week for the big man conversation. I'm not letting it slide. But let it be known here on the show that I'm going to give Dave an extra week here to do the homework. I'm going to send him some stuff. I'm going to send Pogre some stuff. We need to bring the heat on this big man conversation. I'm looking at super heavyweights here. Okay, we haven't fit the criteria just yet. We'll discuss more of that as we uh, continue into the show next week. But here's my interview with Brandon, uh, promoter and owner of GSW, as we lead into the big Catalyst event this weekend. Enjoy. Hey guys, Orsini here, and you know when you're about to do a big presentation, a big speech in front of a large auditorium of people, and you, you start getting nervous, and your, your palms get all sweaty, and you start to forget your speech in your head, and, and people always tell you, you know, when you get up there and you start to feel a little, a little nervous, all you need to do is picture or imagine the entire room naked and it makes you feel better well all of that is completely bonk and false what will make you feel better is if you uh, picture everyone in front of you in that audience wearing Orsini's uncensored mind official t-shirt you should wear one too all you need to do is head over to prowrestlingtees.com backslash ajoum and you can get this nice comfortable cotton sleek gray tee and you can wear it to all of your social functions you can wear it to work you can wear it to go see your kids that you're not even paying attention to it's obvious it's the obvious choice it's the attire that everyone should be wearing or see these uncensored mind and that's the t-shirt over at prowrestlingtees.com backslash a-g-o-u-m i'm serious you you might be good parents but you should still buy this shirt Hey guys, so I am here for the interview portion of today's episode. I have a great guest with me here today. I am super excited because I've been trying to get this guy on the show uh, for a while now. And not on his end, it's all been me and my scheduling. You guys who listen to the show all the time know that I've been on the cusp of finishing up all of my college and school stuff. I'm right here toward the end, so I've been uber-focused the last few weeks, but... As I've been promoting on this show for the last several weeks, I go live yet again for Global Syndicate Wrestling this Saturday, 8 p.m., Fight TV. Very simple. All you need to do is download the app, or you can go to the actual web browser and just type in Fight, F-I-T-E dot TV. Go into the search bar, hit up Global Syndicate Wrestling. You'll see two, uh, you'll see two items there. You'll see Inception, which took place February 20th. I advise you watch that. Before you watch this Saturday so you can get caught up and everything you need to know because of this Saturday, May 22nd, uh, GSW was hosting an event entitled Catalyst. And I will be at the table yet again calling the action uh, with my partner in tow. But tonight, uh, instead of me doing the go home like I did last time for Inception, me and my brother... Deceive Dave, we did all the talk leading up to GSW, we went over the card leading up to Inception. I thought it'd be cool to take it a step further, so my guest tonight is the man himself, the uh, the, the, the wizard behind the curtain. I brought the GSW, Mr. GSW himself, Brandon Ascari. Brandon, are you there? I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on. You are. Uh, listen, it's an honor to have you on here. You, you've been uh, very influential thus far with the creation of GSW. Uh, we just really met each other a few months months ago as you were embarking ever so closer to Inception. Uh, that's where you and I met. We have no previous history. We barely know each other with the exception of some, some business relations, but I'm hoping... Within the next hour, you and I will become BFFs. I wonder if that's possible. Is, your, is that open for you? I definitely think so. But if uh, <laughs> you know, you're looking to further business relations, maybe a sales job would be in the future. I don't think anybody <laughs> could sell our show better than you just did. <laughs> well, I haven't even begun to sell it yet, my friend, because all I've done so far is give them the avenue to which they can view the actual program. As we progress throughout the course of this show, I promise you we will get really hard on the cell because I 
happens to know a few people who were very upset with themselves when they didn't catch the first show. So February 20th, we went live, and we were at the Monster Factory, and we did our first show, Inception, fantastic show, top to bottom, eight matches, solid action, everyone had a blast, or as they say, as the kids say, a blasty blast, okay? They had a good time, and word spread, and all of a sudden it became regrets. Oh, I should have caught it live. The replay was great. I should have caught it live. So this is me giving all those yahoos a second chance. Here's your chance to see it live this Saturday. Brandon, how, uh, I was, I was gonna, just going to say, how excited are you? But I guess that's the flip of the coin. You're either really excited or really stressed the fuck out right now. Which one are you? I would say it's kind of a, a happy medium. It's like an organized chaos with a lot of excitement. Okay. Um, I'm definitely ready to go. My excitement, though, funny enough, usually settles in after the show when I could really like sit down and actually like take in the moment and watch the whole thing all the way through. Cause you know, when you're doing the show, I'm running around doing 50 different things. I'm directing yeah. you know, the, the production aspect of things. So I'll oh, cue this graphic. All right, play this music. All right, get ready. This is happening next. All right. So I don't really get to enjoy the show as much as I'd like to until after it happens. So for me, I get really excited really for me is hearing the fans. That's where I feel the energy. I, I know that what we're doing is working and that is what really like starts getting me really giddy to then go home and watch it afterwards. Oh, so you do watch it afterwards then, like as a full as a full show. You you, you take it in after the fact. Yep. For the live events because we have it fully edited, you know, on the right. day of so I could just go home turn on my computer and see it right then and there when we're doing like our youtube shows and stuff that usually takes a week or two because i have to send it to an editor to then cut it together but yeah so usually night of or the morning after depending on you know how late we go uh that's usually when i get to really take in and just like i don't want to say bask in the glory but <laughs> bask in the glory. oh see here on this show we 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 advocate arrogance and self-confidence <laughs> i pat myself on the back Quite often, I've dislocated my shoulder many a day, patting myself on the back. <laughs> uh, I'm a hero in my own mind. Uh, one of the concerns that I had when we first started talking, and it was a concern I had very briefly, because the minute I met you and the minute I saw your presentation, the minute I walked in the building, I no longer had the concern. But you contacted me, and, and I really just got the ball rolling on GSW uh Actually, before I ask this question, I actually, as a side story, this is pulling the curtain back a little bit. I actually, technically speaking, I hit you guys up first because I saw GSW as a new promotion on Instagram, and I sent you guys the stuff, and I never got a response back. And then, like, two weeks later, I got a response from you, and I thought it was because of the stuff that I sent you. And then you messaged me, no, I, I didn't see it. I, I, I was like, oh, shit, okay. that's. I think you were in my message request. Yeah. I understand <laughs> that aspect of Instagram very well. And that, that's, my, that's my mistake. Yeah, no, that's not you. Instagram spammed me because it hates me. That's what it did. It's, it thought <laughs> I was a bot. So it moved me into that other folder, that, the one we dare not speak of on, in the IG world. The Forbidden but, Zone. The forbid, yeah, there's the Forbidden Door and the Forbidden Request folder in Instagram, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so we, we kind of had miscommunication at the beginning, but the presentation, everything changed. The biggest concern that I had was I don't know how far back the planning began for GSW, and maybe you can shine some light on that here. But the biggest concern that I had was here – I was sitting at home for a reason. We were smack dab in this pandemic when you hit me up and said, yeah, we're doing a wrestling show. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I haven't had too many messages from people about shows because they were kind of tentative. Talk to me about that process, putting this all together during the course of the pandemic. How has that affected some of the decisions you've made? So, um, I mean, when... I, we first really started like boots to the ground. We're going to do a show was October of 2020. Okay. So last year, you know, now at this point, what, seven months ago ish. Yeah. So not that long ago, but it was about eh, three and a half months before we actually did the big um, inception show on February 20th. And it was, you know, we, I had recently just started filming the wrestling shows for Invictus, um, another professional wrestling company that everybody should also check out. They're excellent. And um, 
that started to give me the itch. Uh, my partner and I had talked about, oh, about a year-ish before that. We had a we sat down one night after a comedy show, and uh, we just we had two goals. One was to to go to Japan together and see Wrestle Kingdom live, and the other one was to start a wrestling company. And January of last year, we were in Japan and watched Wrestle Kingdom. And then after I started filming for that company, I'm like, you think it's time? <laughs> I don't know. You think it's time? Pull the trigger. Like, well, what? You got time to pull the trigger on that. Yeah, we were like, well, you know, maybe we wait until the whole pandemic thing's over. And then I don't know what moment of stupidity I had that just said, you know what? If we could start in the middle of the pandemic, guaranteed it'll probably never be worse than this. Then everything is just uphill from there. So let's do it. That is a very half glass, uh, half, that's a mouthful, glass half full mentality when it comes to that amount of money. Where she's like, yeah. well, if we're starting at the lowest possible point, <laughs> there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Uh, there's so many companies that invested in themselves heavily. And then, I mean, I mean, as soon as the pandemic hit and that whole WrestleMania weekend thing hit, uh, it got canceled. I mean, it hurt so many companies and there was so many, so much apprehension. And now I hear you going, well, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Let's just give it, it a shot. And, uh, and then take the, take the plunge. Now, to do that, I mean, I've promoted myself. You know, I've booked in the past as well. I know how much planning goes into that. You said you started the ball rolling around October. Uh, I mean, I mean, but social media had graphics up by at least, I think, January. No, even before that. I mean, like November, December, you had graphics up. Social media was up. You said you had a partner. For this kind of endeavor, uh, is this your first time being a promoter in the wrestling business? Yes, 100%. My only experience with wrestling before that was in-ring, and it was very minimal. Okay. But you have had training and, and all that stuff. Yeah, no, I was. Um, I got injured uh, pretty much right before I was ready to debut. So I never got to have like an actual in-ring match, but I had done training matches. I did, was a planted fan that got their ass kicked on a, a show once at a couple indie shows. And, you know, so I have some experience in the ring in that regard. I know what it's like to take a bump, you know, all that stuff. So mm -hmm. uh, I, that's my experience. When I graduated high school, I originally wanted to start a promotion, um, then started crunching numbers at the time. I thought I had the greatest main event ever, and it was Quackenbush versus Gargano. This is circa oh, 2012. Geez. So I'm like, you know what? I, th I thought Gargano was the future after seeing him off of a couple of Dragon Gate shows when I was a kid. Quackenbush was a, t a technical god. I'm like, put those two in the ring together, put over Gargano, kids, the future of the business. And I, to an extent, you know, he did have a successful run after He's that. He's doing so. all right. Yeah. That Gargano a, kid's doing all right. Yeah, just okay. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. he pays his bills. Yeah, I mean, you know, Western unions or whatever. Hot dogs yeah. and handshakes, right? <laughs> with with, uh, with your uh, with your background in wrestling uh being what it is everything you just explained now was there some apprehension on your part getting into this at such a high position you know there's a lot of people who go through the dredges and then they end up oh you know what fuck it i'll do my own promotion you're starting off right on top you know you're just like you're you're the guy who kind of pulls the strings here you're the guy making the decisions was there some apprehension when you started contacting talent none whatsoever none whatsoever I found it kind of annoying how long it takes for wrestlers to respond to their emails, <laughs> uh, of which I've brought to people's attention before because I think it's supremely unprofessional. And not yeah. Yes. Uh, so no, in in my regard, and also uh, I guess to toot my own ego, I'm uh, I have a very specific standard, and if it's not met, then it's a problem. It's what it is, right? Exactly. It is what it is. You know, you either know what you're doing or you don't. It appears to me uh, you know exactly what you want, which is to me as a as a as a talent, like what are the best things that I can find in someone that I'm working for is he knows what he wants, you know, because a lot of times I, I don't know how many times in my career, even at the commentary table, you know, because I've done everything. But every time I, I've done something, I, I always have these people who just come up to me and say, you know, I'll walk up to them, hey, well, what direction do you want me to go in? What do you want me to say? Oh, just uh, go out there and do your thing, brother. Uh, yeah. All right, fine. I guess I'll just go out there and fucking fake it. 
Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so, like, for instance, like, when I walked into GSW for Inception, I'm walking in with a partner I don't know, right? I've never worked with him before. Didn't meet him up until, like, a, a few weeks ago. I never even spoke to him. And I'm calling. There's some talent on that show that I know, obviously, and that I've worked with in the past, but for the most part, new talent. I'm coming in naked here. And the first thing that I get when I walk in the door is, this is what we want. And I'm like, oh, look at that. <laughs> Say no more, my friend. That's it. I have my notes were made after that, and we're good to go, and the broadcast goes and it goes. So as a, as a talent on my side, I love when I start working with an individual that has an idea already in their head of kind of what, like a template kind of an idea of how they want this to go and how they want this to sound how how far back does wrestling go with you because you said when you graduated high school you want to just i mean you you were already thinking pro wrestling business was this something that even interested you before that like kid like they were like six or seven years old type deal well when i was 12 i first started watching wrestling um i was flipping through channels on the tv i found raw it was that batista thumbs down segment back there in it is five or whatever it there's, was there, I, I don't mean I, to catch you up there's always a moment every time i ask somebody that there's the, there's never oh i watched it as a kid no it was april 14th 2012 yeah. this thing happened so yeah that's that was your moment batista thumbs down that was the first thing I ever saw. I was just flipping through channels and then boom, here's this segment. I'm like, all right, this is two really jacked dudes, like looking like they're about to fight in a ring and there's some drama behind it. I'm like, all right, I'm curious to see them fight now. So then I watched it and then the more I watched it and the more I watched it, then I found Shawn Michaels, who's my idol to life and wrestling. Oh. Um, and then I, when I started watching his matches and then going back into the 90s and watching his run back then, that was when I decided I wanted to be a wrestler uh, at, when I was 12. And then, you know, a bunch of things happened when I was a kid that at the age of 14, I was allowed to start training to wrestle. And I did for about three years. Then when I was old enough, I went full time to the school until I got injured. And then, you know, sort of shifted gears a little bit like, all right, I still want to wrestle, but probably not full time. Maybe I'll do that on the side and I'll start a promotion. Oh, the promotion's too expensive. Oh, I'm doing the film thing now. I really enjoy it. And then, you know, the weird circle of life. And I think that the film experience, looking back, I guess, hindsight's twenty twenty. I think I was meant to have this film background first. So that way it could actually propel me and make a wrestling company even better. Yeah, uh, when I when I gave uh, the information to my family because they were like, "Oh, we want to listen," so I was like, "All right, here's the information." They looked at it. The first, I remember as soon as we went on the air, uh, my phone started blowing up. I did I wasn't looking at my phone because I was obviously busy. But uh, the, yeah, I was working. Uh, but that uh, that I think that first lull, like right before we got to the uh, the intermission, uh, I took a quick little peek at it and my my brother who's the, the, my co-host for this show uh he the first thing he says god damn this looks amazing like <laughs> just the quality of it because he's used to watching my shows look like it was shot from a nokia phone from like 30 years ago <laughs> the old brick yeah the old brick the un the undominable nokia phone from many years ago the, the 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 phones that still operate a gp you know that kind of format three three gp yeah. So when he saw your quality and he was just like, oof, he's like, oh, this is very pleasing to the eye. This is very <laughs> cool. The only thing he kept telling me, he goes, I can barely hear your commentary because that ring, that ring mic is so loud. I like to hear the bumps. And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll fix that. We'll fix that. Which I don't, I don't even remember if I even said anything. I just, I was so in the mode. I was like, nah, I just, we'll, we'll finish this out. Your, your attention to detail. I think cannot be understated that just the way that because we ran an event in that building beforehand and you went yuck we have to do something so like but it came yeah. down to fight I mean you had rigs up you had this so I was like Jesus Christ I remember walking in I'm like am I doing raw <laughs> like this is like a, this is a big a big product production here you, you slyly mentioned it a second ago but I did want to talk a little bit about that too as we get to know Brandon a little bit more aside from the wrestling stuff you do have a little bit of a history in the film industry would you care to expand more upon what that experience is in in, in that side of things 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of like a jack of all trades in the film industry. I, you know, I work professionally. I run my own film production company. I do cinematography, videography, sound, lighting, editing, directing, producing, writing, all that stuff. Um, so I'm used to, you know, small one man band running gun shoots where, you know, I'm doing camera, audio, lighting, whatever. And I have to do interviews or short films or whatever, all the way up to like, 10 to 15 person crew like heavily scripted feature films and directing and you know shooting all that stuff so when it comes to like oddly enough doing like uh, a wrestling show it's almost exactly the same thing as directing a film in my opinion and uh, from the organizational standpoint and like all right well this is what we need this is how we get it all right i gotta call you tell you when to go here you to do that blah 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 it's the same thing as shooting a movie and yeah. from casting all the way through post-production if you want to call it that uh which is interesting but you know i've shot um two feature films one of them's in post one of them's been out for a few years they're low budget horror movies um, I've done a couple of my own personal narrative short films. I haven't done a feature of my own yet. That's going to be later this year in the fall. Um, those shorts have traveled the world. They've been, you know, critical acclaim in a bunch of film festivals, all that good stuff. I've worked on probably 200 short films that have been in over a thousand festivals. Um, you know, won a few awards here and there, but just, uh, you know, that's how I pay the bills. You're not patting yourself on the back hard enough for this show. Stop. I am stop, fucking stop, awesome. <laughs> stop, stop running by. Yeah, I won a few awards, you know. La di da. No, he's got a shelf full of them, folks. You got to see him. This guy. Yeah. This guy. That this my guy. old uh, my old weightlifting. That, that's about it. It's, it's uh, I think every guy at some point has the old weightlifting section. I'm actually recording right next to mine. I got to get back into this while we're at it. But there yeah. <laughs> stay on track aj but yes uh yeah you have an ex you have uh all of these skills that you've adapted over time all culminating into your passions which uh, are obviously in the wrestling stuff global syndicate wrestling right so the first time your partner uh hit me up and i was like i'm gonna do a promo and he was like okay just remember global syndicate wrestling i was like okay no problem. Let me message Don't you. Don't the name. Yeah, yeah, just remember, you message me. It's global. I got it. I got it. I'm, I'm going to do the promo now. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, when I did the promo, the first thing that I can think of, global. I remember. I think. I, I think you saw the promo. Is uh, global syndicate wrestling global, right? So we're trying to take this on a bigger stage, right? Syndicate indicating we're doing this together, and of course, wrestling being the avenue in which we've chosen to attack so to speak the entertaining of of the world what were you this was all shit that i was just coming up with on the spot what was your thought process behind this name global syndicate wrestling this name just sounds big i appreciate that and it i have to give full credit to one of my film production clients they run uh, one of the most successful children's youtube channels on the face of earth coco um, melon i'm sorry coco melon <laughs> No, because uh, that Clark. son of a bitch has been in the top ten for Netflix for like two years running. Oh, really? No, I can't they, shake that funny. stupid channel. Yeah, they. <laughs> uh, but they are the owners of the channel are like old school, hardcore, like you know, nineties WWF Attitude Era ECW like wrestling fans. Oh, okay. I remember, we were we were thinking because you know we're heavily inspired by the the nineties All Japan um, King's Road with Arc Royal Road, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. um, style of wrestling so global was something that was important to us because we wanted everybody to know that that's our outreach you know we're thinking big syndicate was you know we especially me with the the film production background the way that we do it in the the indies of film is we're all about sharing resources networking together trying to help each other out pick each other up when we're falling down you know I, if i could add value to your film and you could add value to my film then let's do it you know we don't have to we'll find a way to work together so syndicate you know the togetherness the friendship stuff like that and then wrestling speaks for itself now the the funny thing was originally i thought that the name global wrestling syndicate sounded better and uh, i'm looking oh. at the domains and i'm working with the, the youtube channel that i was shooting for and then I was bound, I was, to, I mean, you know, what do you guys think? Uh, he's like, Global Wrestling Syndicate, GWS. He's like, dude, you can't have that name. That's not chantable. 
Like, <laughs> He's like, no, it's got to be GS Dub, and I'm like, Global Syndicate Wrestling. All right, that you know what, you're right. It should be chantable. And then I bought the domain right there, and that was it. GS Dub. I have to get that started at the next show. Yeah, <laughs> I love those chants. Yes. Well, man. So you, it was almost a different order of words. Okay. Yeah. Look at that. See, that's some AD biography shit right there. That's that's for the that's for the fans. That was for you. Yep. <laughs> uh you, you you said it's kind of a mixture, right? Your emotions as you get closer to showtime, you start getting a, a mixture of emotion. Uh the for the first time in my career, now I've been calling matches for fuck me, like almost ten years now. I have never once in my life called more than maybe Two women's matches in one night. <laughs> Maybe at best. I'm just going, I'm just being nice because I don't even remember if there was a time where it was two. And I've had some shows, no lie. I did one show in Long Island that was fucking five hours long. It had like fucking 11 matches. It, it was it was a triathlon of garbage. Uh, but uh, I, even on that card, I think maybe one women's match. Uh, this Saturday, we're doing four. It's the whole first round uh, of your t- of your big tournament uh, where you're gonna where uh, four is gonna be eight women, four matches, and that's all the first round. And the winners of these matches will move on and get ever so closer to being the the new champion here for GSW. Uh, talk to me about the the decision to a make a tournament in the first place and do this all in one night, and b. Uh, how you went about selecting the talent for this tournament? Well, um, you know, the idea of putting a tournament around the crowning of your first ever champion, I I don't think that's an original idea unto itself. No, not at all. But I do do think that's like the traditional ceremonious way to do it. And I thought, you know, for our first ever women's world champion, I thought that's probably the best course of action. Um, so we decided to go that route, uh, you know, at GSW, we really take women's wrestling seriously. You know, it's no bullshit. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, support women's wrestling, blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, it's just blowing smoke. Um, then they'll turn around, like you said, and have one women's match on their show or whatever. And, you know, they give them five minutes. We want them to really have the stage um they will be the finals that are august 21st they will be the main event of that night um they're going on last no questions asked um you know that's just something that we want to focus on as far as the talent it's simple who that we can get is the best um that's always been something that we take very seriously we're very selective with our talent and it is if you can prove that you are the best in the ring, that you're the best on the microphone, that you're the best at what you do for whatever it is, you have a home here. If we can work it out with you in a way where we can get you, you know, obviously there's people who are signed under exclusive content uh, contracts that may or may not be on par with some of the people in our company or that we have access to. But you'll notice Allison Kay, Deanna Perazzo, Hyan, Holiday, Vicky, um, everybody who's in the tournament fantastic they are by far the upper echelon of talent that you can have access to um without being able to sign people to an exclusive contract and that's what we want to do is create a women's tournament that showcases the very best of women's wrestling same thing that we do with the men's division have matches with the very best hand-picked talent and just put on a show that we personally think is the best that we can put out there. Well, you you put the precursor on it. Well, what's, who's uh, the best that we could get? Uh, if this is a list of uh, all that you could muster, this is a fine fucking list. <laughs> this is uh, this this is not exactly uh, budget talent here. You got some real knockouts here. Uh, oh, yeah. l- literally, uh, the knockouts champion. Uh, in your tournament, I mean, we're going to be seeing some talent here for the first time. Uh, I got my first taste of talent like Hyon and uh, Trisha Dora at the Inception show. Uh, Kimberly being a nice little surprise. She's officially in the tournament this time around. So yes, no, no sneaky business from Miss Lee coming through uh, for this event. Uh, we, we said, you said before uh, that the, a tournament isn't exactly an original idea. No, but you still... 
you're still even though it's the concept itself is not original, you're still kind of innovating in a way because, like I just said, four in one night, and that's not all. <laughs> you have a litany of other matches that are going to be taking place. As a matter of fact, uh, I have it right here in front of me. Uh, you're creating the GSW Dream Open Weight Championship. Defy, reality, excel above myself. Uh, what was the thought process behind that title? That that sounds like there was some real thought and some deep, some deep uh, 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 thinking that went into this one. That was very much, uh, you know, when we're thinking about what would be the, I guess I would call it the classic like mid card style belt. We wanted to make it more unique and different than just oh, it's our intercontinental champion, it's our United States champion. We wanted to create a belt that had meaning behind it. And what we were thinking was something along the lines of like New Japan's never open weight champion. But I don't know if the word never really strikes like what this belt means. So for us, it was here. Yeah, it was belt. it was the first thing that came to mind when I started reading about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that that was basically the inspiration for it. But like the point of this belt is this is like the workhorse belt. This is the person the people who win this belt are the ones who we will be seeing in the main event in the future. This is like the people who are there night in and night out and they're busting their ass and they are just that one little step away from being the best in the business. And we want this belt to showcase these guys, their dream, their ability, and the way that they will go in competition against themselves Always do better, keep growing, and eventually they'll be there to fight for the world championship, in my opinion. Mm, stepping stone, I see. Uh, we already have, uh, for May, for the big show, uh, you have, uh, 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 you're trying to put a four-way together for that. You already have three competitors already announced. Uh, the most marketable man himself, Richard Holiday, Tyson Maddox, and uh, Donovan. You've got a three-way match coming up on your YouTube channel series, GSW High Voltage, featuring Wrecking Ball Ligurski, Big Ben Bishop, and my old buddy Smiley. And uh, that winner will fill out the field. Uh, when will this match, is this match also taking place on the 22nd, this Saturday? The triple threat? The, the, the four-way. Oh, the four-way. To way crown the, the actual champion. Yeah. Yep. All right. See, you got another championship opportunity here on the card. I'm telling you, this shit sells itself, bro. I'm, I'm, just, repair, I'm just reporting the news at this point. I haven't sold anything yet. That's the whole point, <laughs> folks. That's why it's so great, because I don't have to sell it. That's why when I do commentary, I just see, I just say what I'm saying. It sells itself. Uh, we have another situation. We have a situation we got to talk about here, actually. Uh, big angle here. Over at Inception, you, you, my friend, you scared the crap out of me. You surprised me, okay? Uh, I keep telling people the reaction you heard on that show uh, from myself and Mike Falvo when Jacob Fatu showed up to the building was a genuine response. I had been walking around <laughs> that goddamn building for several hours, and I can, t I can promise you, if a guy like Jacob Fatu was walking around, I'd have seen him. I didn't yep. know... This fucker was in the building. It ain't a big building. And all of a sudden, Elgin and Wrecking Ball, they go out there. Hell of an opening contest, right? That's oh, yeah. That was the first match in GSW history, Lyman fight. And that's a beautiful one to start off with. Wrecking Ball, Wrecking Ball Ligurski, big, unbreakable Mike Elgin, tore the house down. And But then at the end here, Fatu comes in, all right? He... Issues the challenge to Elgin. That match was set for this Saturday, but we've got some breaking news on that. That was announced on your social media. No Mike Elgin. So uh, would you like to elaborate on the situation with whatever you can? I know there's some things that you may not want to reveal, but A, is, is Michael Elgin doing okay? I guess would be the concern. And B, do we have any idea as to who the replacement would be? Well, I will say we already have the replacement, but oh, it's a surprise. I nice. can guarantee that it's going to be one hell of a match. Uh, we generally, as you may have seen with Inception, when we have a call out, we generally try to over deliver. 
and <laughs> yes. uh, we definitely are holding up that end of the deal for the show on Saturday. Um, I have not heard any updates from Michael Elgin. All I can say is that he's not able to attend due to undisclosed medical reasons. Mm -hmm. And all I can say is that I wish him the best. And, uh, you know, his family, himself, they're all in our prayers. We just want to make sure everybody's okay. Everyone's doing all right. Uh, we all, we here at Orsini's Uncensored Mind all show wish him the best and hope everything works out for that. But, uh, one cannot grieve forever because I'm excited as balls because I get to call a Jacob Fatu match this oh, yeah. Saturday, and I'm very excited because he is one of my favorites right now uh, on the scene. I, I can't wait to get to see his athleticism up close. I'm a huge MLW guy, so I've seen a lot of his work. But it ain't the same watching YouTube on my phone and calling that big angry bastard right in front of me. So I'm going to be <laughs> extremely excited for that. Uh, you've got a main event that I have to say, I've I've known one of the competitors for a long time, and I've just recently met the other one. So Alexander Hammerstone comes into your building for an exception, obviously uh, highly touted, even for being a young man himself, highly touted talent. What a coup, what a get for GSW. And like you said, you guys found yourself in a very unfortunate situation. See, this is where the pandemic comes back to hurt. Sometimes can't all it's go can't, can't all go that well. And uh, we had a a little bit of a travel issue, and we had to make a quick substitution. And boy, deliver is not even the word because you brought in the man himself, a double the guy. Austin Aries comes into the game, and Alexander Hammerstone and Austin Aries almost literally tear your rigging down and tear the house down uh, for the main event of Inception. Hammerstone will now defend the GSW championship for the first time against the Dirty Daddy, Chris Dickinson, this Saturday live. Brandon, I want to ask you, as the person who has had this vision in your mind for so long of what you wanted <clears throat> GSW to look like, what you wanted GSW to feel like, uh, thus far... What are your thoughts and opinion on the brand-new GSW world champion, Alexander Hammerstone, and how do you feel he's represented your company thus far? I don't think there could be anybody better to represent our company than uh, Alexander Hammerstone. I think he embodies the style of GSW 150%. I think um, his vision for what wrestling should be, what he brings to the table, and everything is just absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, we're both heavily influenced by the same style. And, you know, when he goes out there, it's a fight. There's no questions asked about it. And the cool thing is, I think Dickinson sees things the same way. And I know that they're just going to go out there and beat the shit out of each other. And it's going to be freaking awesome. And I can't wait. And I'm super excited about it. But as a champion... Uh, you really want somebody who can represent your company well, and I, I honestly don't think uh, it could be anybody better than Hammerstone. I think he's fantastic uh, from his in-ring work to just, you know, his excitement about the product and everything. It's just, it, it's been a perfect match, and, I, you know, I, I don't see anybody better, and uh, I can't wait to see what him and Dickinson do. I can't wait to see who's going to win that match. Uh, I just know that it's going to be, a fight where they beat the shit out of each other, and uh, I'm excited to see how it goes. Well, Hammerstone has has a reputation thus far of kind of being what the sports world will call a five-tool player. This guy has every tool. What is it AAA said? Every tool, that a ma every gift that a man can be given. Uh, Alexander, <laughs> Alexander Hammerstone has uh, those tools. He himself, I remember speaking with him earlier that night, uh, had a very big uh, appreciation for having the opportunity to wrestle a guy like Austin Aries, someone that he claims that uh, he looked up to on his way up, uh, right. and he took it as a great opportunity. Uh, so they went out there and they had themselves a very fantastic wrestling match. Folks, if you're going to be in the building this Saturday, I would pack the Kevlar. I don't know if it's going to be a wrestling match this Saturday. I think the boss man here just said it himself. 
beat the fuck out of each other, I think should be the tagline for this entire yeah. show because that's what's going to headline that. That's going to be a fight, and it's going to be the toughest man's going to walk out of that. I actually don't think either man will walk out, but someone's <laughs> going to actually survive, and you'll get a chance to find out who survives this Saturday live 8 p.m. at fight, fite.tv. We have another match that involves Hammerstone's previous opponent, Austin Aries. He's back, and he'll be in tag team action with that trickster, Ricky Reyes, who outsmarted his opponents back in February. Uh, those two peas in a pod, veterans, they feared many locker rooms back in the day. It's the veteran squad of Austin Aries and Ricky Reyes going against two young up-and-coming GSW superstars and Super Nitra and Gio Galvano. Talk to me about Gio. There is a standout guy right there. I mean, this uh, GSW was really my first experience watching him. He is amazing. Gio's absolutely fantastic. Mm. Uh, I saw him for the first time a couple months prior when I was filming the show at Invictus. Um, he was in one of their, I think it was the co-main event or, you know, uh, somewhere on the upper card facing uh, hashtag MCM, Mucho Chris Moljo, another fantastic wrestler um, who faced Wrecking Ball earlier on on our High Voltage show. And um, that I just remember seeing that match and watching their the entire show while I was filming it, saying those two guys were standouts. And to me, Gio was uh, somebody that I saw an exceptionally bright future in. And uh, I think he's proven it so far. He's already won the next gen champion. And I think that belt signifies what I think he is as well. He's the next generation in wrestling. And, um, you know, it was evident last week when we put out the episode of High Voltage when him and Supa fought Gangone and Donovan. They had an incredible match. Um, and, you know, I think the, the future's bright for the kid, and he's got a lot of, uh, a lot of places to go. Absolutely. He was speaking, uh, I was speaking with him before the show, and he was kind of laying out his athletic background, and I was like, geez, Louise, this guy is just uh... – an overall athlete, not the tallest guy, but this guy is fit. This guy can go. This guy can move. I, I, I was watching him. Uh, I've seen him now a couple times. Uh, I've attended a few of the tapings. So there's even more stuff coming down the pike. Once again, on the uh, Global Syndicate Wrestling YouTube channel, where they, uh, where you guys deliver your high voltage web series. Uh, you've got some more coming down the pike. You haven't even begun to scratch the surface of the material that you have thus far, and Geo's a big part of that. I've gotten a chance on a few occasions to see him in person. This, the uh, one thing that always comes to mind, and I'm not trying to disrespect his partner, is uh, uh, Super's pretty good too. But when I look at Geo, I mean, motor. He just goes and goes and goes and goes. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, which is perfect because his opponents have a very, uh, very similar reputation. So I hope yeah. you have a time limit. On this particular match, <laughs> something yeah. something within the realm of twenty to twenty five minutes or something, because these guys uh, they're going to be able to fight for a while. Yeah, exactly. I can <laughs> tell you this: I'm out of breath walking up a long flight of stairs, and he could Geo could wrestle for like six years and not even take a break. Yeah, so that soccer cardio, it's ridiculous. I don't know how he does it; it's inhuman. Uh, I'm out of breath walking up the stairs. Uh, I'm just going to sit down and you know direct the show. Well, uh, one last attraction for this particular Saturday. Again, not much has been released about it. I'm not asking you to break any news here because, again, I don't do news. I'm just selling a product here but that you guys have to, have to, have to, have to check out. Uh, we're going to see something very, very special this Saturday. If all the things we just broke down for you are not enough, you're soulless. You, 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 you need help. Okay, you need to find some professional help because this is all awesome stuff. But if that doesn't grab you, GSW still has one more card up its sleeve because we're going to be seeing the return of a particular individual, one of my favorites of literally all time. I could go, I could go back to his Super 8 performance way back when. Mm -hmm. I, I could go through his run of honor, so to speak. You you could just name all of the attributes that this guy has as a performer, as an in-ring guy. But talk to me about what you – how did this come about? How, who reached out to who? How did you manage to get Davey Richards back into the pro wrestling business? It was as simple as a, uh, a DM on Twitter. 
As underwhelming <laughs> as that sounds, we hit them up. Just don't you know, know until so, you ask, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't know until you ask. So, and that's been, you know, everybody asks me, they're like, how'd you get in touch with these people? I was like, would you be surprised if I said an Instagram, Twitter, DM, <laughs> or email? One or the other. One it's the other. online somewhere. We live in a, a world where it's not hard to get in contact with yeah. just anybody. You got me with a Facebook yeah. message. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that hard. You know, we're not very advanced. We don't have uh, secrets that are not available to everybody else. You know, once in a blue moon, we call in a favor if we can't get in touch with somebody. But no, he, um, we just gave him some little tidbits, you know, just talk to him about, you know, our style, what we represent. And uh, he was super excited about it. Uh, at the time, nobody had reached out to him for a long time. He was like, I am so excited that somebody reached out to me. I think this is the coolest thing. I'd love to come back. And uh, May 22nd, we're making it happen. Now, we don't have any plans just yet. So I can't wait to be surprised as to what his role will actually be. If it's just an appearance, if he's actually going to perform, who knows? Well, I mean, you know, but I don't know, and that's great. I don't want to know. <laughs> that's the best part. Yeah, I mean, I love the fact that surprises still exist in this industry, and you guys are working so hard to kind of bring that element back to the forefront and, and, and engage with the audience in that way. So I appreciate that a whole lot. Even for me, even for me, like I said, the Jacob Fatu thing popped the shit out of me. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. I was like, I, I, I want everyone to go back to that broadcast and watch that. That is the most legit response I ever gave in my entire life. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, so this Saturday, May 22nd, uh, that's the big event, Catalyst. I hope when this is all over, you can take yourself a nice little vacation, take a little break, and kind of de-stress for a little bit and take your mind off things like all people should do after they run their brains through the gauntlet trying to put these things together. Absolutely uh, no such thing exists in my life. <laughs> so uh, GSW has, and we're going to end this in just a few minutes, but GSW has another project that I wanted to kind of talk about with you because you, it was one of the first, I mean, you talked to me about this project before you ever talked to me even about fucking shows that you were even booking me for like you you were very adamant that you wanted to make sure that i was aware that you guys were a part of this product and i couldn't be prouder to be associated with a company that has this so i think you know what i'm referring to here and that would be the the wrestlers fund i believe it's called what was that the again? wrestler, relief fund, wrestler yeah. relief fund there it is yes uh you guys took an interest in doing something not just for the industry but for the boys and for the girls themselves and really took the time out uh, to put some promotional stuff behind that. Uh, what uh, what can you tell us or tell my audience about that and where they can find information, more information about this fund? Yeah, sure. So it's uh, – well, it was on GoFundMe, uh, whatever the time limit was. I think it was 90 days expired a week ago or something. So I will have it reactive um, – reactivated for Saturday uh, because we do want to continue to push the wrestler relief fund. The idea behind it is, you know, even though I've had limited experience, I still know what it's like to be in the ring. Uh, my partner knows what it's like to be in the ring. And, uh, you know, we, uh, I couldn't tell you how much I appreciate all of the talent that we have, because I can appreciate and understand that they really do legitimately go out there and risk their lives, their well-being, you know, everything about their health in general to go on and put on a show and entertain us and give us that moment where we can check out from whatever crap's going on in our life and just, you know, sit back and enjoy uh, a show. And the appreciation and respect that I have for that transcends all levels imaginable. So in thinking about what we could do to not even come close to reciprocating what they've given us and all of the fans that tune in to see the show is just something, you know, we're not at a stage as a company where I could ever possibly hope to give them health insurance or something like that. But from my time in the film industry, I've learned about certain resources where you can find those things um, for people who, air quotes, freelance. 
And I try to share those resources with our talent and let them know like, hey, this is where you can find information about this that can help you in other areas of your life. And the other one would be the Wrestler Relief Fund, which is where we try to accept donations and raise money to give back to wrestlers who are in need, whether it's financial or, you know, from an injury, from just life and whatever happens, anything. And uh, we've donated not very much, I think, in total, about $1,000 now between my personal funds and what we've raised uh, to try to help several people out um, who have reached out or we knew had some need. And um, we're trying to uh, eventually get to a point where we could raise a hell of a lot more than that to try and help out more people. But we're just happy to do anything that we can, if it's possible. That's awesome. I include myself in the group. God damn it! I lost all my ligaments in my ankles and popped my elbow. I I I count. But <laughs> uh, I have a question uh, for you, Brandon. Before we head out of here, are you having fun with this? Is it is, I, it, is it everything you were hoping to get out of this? <laughs> I mean, aside from the um, the gray hairs that I've started to get, you know, it's definitely been uh, a monumental undertaking. I think I definitely underestimated uh just how much of an undertaking it was when i did it mm -hmm. but i will say i don't think i've ever been prouder of anything that i've accomplished in my life and that's what motivates me and inspires me to keep doing it so without a doubt looking back on it i wouldn't change a freaking thing and i can't wait to see what's next and i can't wait to grow the company we have a lot of big plans i've been pulling as many you know film connections as i can and you know, we'll see what happens in the future, but uh, GSW is here to stay, and we're here to make a statement, and I think so far we've done that. Okay, so before we head off the air, uh, any comments for commentary this weekend? <laughs> is there anything specific oh, I should look out for? Come on. <laughs> oh, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. You know, I always feel very apprehensive when I come to the show because – you know, I like to say hi to everybody, and I do say hi to you. But, but damn it, you're always running around so much. I don't want to bother you, so <laughs> I, so I always like try to keep my space. But I want to fucking talk to you. <laughs> Just like half raising your hand, like eh, eh, no, yeah, no. it's like no, no, no. always busy. <laughs> I mean, every time I see it's light rigging, it's cameras. He's giving direction about the ring. I was like, I'm not gonna fuck with this dude. <laughs> and then, and then the show was on, and I'm texting you like a madman, and I'm just like, I'm bothering the fuck out of this guy, but I, I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I need totally to know, fine. I need to know the answer to this question. <laughs> just so uh, you know, just interrupt me and uh, say hi. It's totally appreciated. Everybody can I play the commentator card? Like, excuse me, sir, play by play man here. I'd like to get some information from the from the boss here. You have uh, to be like full suit and tie. With sunglasses indoors, and then indoors. just out, excuse me. There it is. I'm here for commentary. <laughs> you know who I am. I don't know who you are. Oh man! But I'm the play-by-play. -play I'm guy. the play-by-play. -play. I, you know, one of those uh, badges. Hi, I'm the commentator. Like right here. Yeah. Right on my chest. <laughs> yep. uh, look, man, I've been doing this a long time, and and you've been re you're relatively new to a degree, or at least new to me. Uh, I just think you're doing an amazing job. Uh, I told you a while ago that I wanted to have you on the show, and uh, the reason why I I really just it really was scheduling, but at the same time, like I really wanted to feel you out and just kind of get to know you better as a person. And you're just an awesome dude, man. So I can't I wait to see what feelings mutual. Thank you, thank you. I can't wait to see what you have in store for all of us on the entertainment front this Saturday. I know I work for the company, but I can honestly say, and I've said it on the show before, anybody can go back and listen, I get entertainment value out of this show as well. I don't know how many rink-a-dink shows I've sat there and had to call. and I, Those matches feel like work. You know, when the matches are not going well, they're not doing good, and you're trying to paint this picture for an audience, and you're, you're trying to just sell the fuck out of this. I don't recall one time that entire Inception show where I really felt like I had to sell something. I'm just calling the action, and it just it just flows. The timing. My wife was very appreciative. You guys kept to a nice tight frame of time, and I was able to get home at a decent hour. She appreciates that. So yep. that's one of my biggest pet peeves because I've worked on all facets of wrestling. And when there's no structure, when there's no organization, it drives me nuts. But this 
this company has their shit together, man. Everyone shows up. Everyone does their job. I love it, and I love helping companies that do that. I love promoting it and telling people about it and doing promos for it. And I, proud is a strong word, but I get I'm proud to be associated with this company. So I always try to put it out there as much as I can. Even even when you're not here, I'm pushing it. That's how you know I like it. <laughs> well, that's a lot. No, I really appreciate yeah. that, and uh, uh, I appreciate that Mrs. Orsini's happy as well. <laughs> yeah, she's a hard woman to please. Let me tell you, I've been trying for 18 years. I still haven't gotten it right. <laughs> but anyway, said, I'm yeah. not going to take up too much of your time, buddy. Thanks you so much. I will see you this Saturday. Uh, I will be receiving my shirt as well. Uh, on Saturday, I'm going to be yes, rocking sir. the GSW brand for the fans. So uh, thank you so much for taking the time, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. 100 episodes now pay him. And make sure that you buy my husband's T-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash A-J-O-U-M. Please, he needs this. Listen to my daddy's show. He's the best, so I don't know.